<laughs> Welcome to Ebony Republicans. You are live and direct with Ebony Republicans. Please make sure you Gmail me at Ebony Republicans Gmail. If you're going to send me anything, please make sure you let me know exactly what it is and give me some time to check it out. Pertain it to the show or my book, Black Women Rings Around Saturn. Black Women Rings Around Saturn by Clyde Yorkshire. Available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. With your subscription, you can get it free, listen to it. It's great. You can use the app uh, Audible to also hear comedy, um, other podcasts, music. Um, gospel, I mean, you name it, that app's got it going on and other um, cool tools and things like that and different genres that, you know, totally I missed um, that are major. So check it out, guys. So I got two questions we're asking. Does black, excuse me, does America, shout out to all the beautiful, beautiful frogs out there. Shout out to all of, listen, man, what a game. As you probably well know, I was there for the game yesterday. It was fantastic on Saturday. And boy, it was just so cool. It looked like a spaceship was over our head. Like the clouds were like bubbly and like kind of weird. And just looked like out of a movie scene, right? Like there's all this purple and stuff there, right? Like there's all these beautiful people and just like yelling and having fun and eating hot dogs and, you know, sodas and waters and beers and tears and just it was just all amazing shout out to the fort worth pd those guys were remarkable they were great they were cool you know they they held the line they weren't playing man you know um they they also appreciated that we uh we love that city we love our city. We love that team. And, uh, you know, it's a story. It's a Cinderella story. It's, uh, you know, we, we're here to fight. And as long as everybody know that, we don't care if it's Georgia, Alabama, we're coming to fight. Knuckle up. We're not, um, you know, walking out unless you kill us, man. So, you know, if that's what you want to do, we'll just get out of the way. We told every team it wasn't personal. Uh, Tech, Longhorns, Baylor. A&M, doesn't matter, you know, Iowa, <laughs> you know, it's just, that, it's that, it's that season right now, you hear me? Uh, these, these boys, believe it, I got a chance to, you know, talk to my team and everything, and, you know, so I'm into, back into sports. I grew up in New York, and I loved sports as a kid, and, you know, just so you know, you know, I played outside of that generation, and I was taught to respect my elders and just love good white women. That's what I was taught. My teachers was white, Disney Channel, you know what I'm saying? Most of what I saw out of my community that was successful was white people. So, you know, I wanted to be like Richard Gere, you know what I'm saying? And Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and Batman and Spider-Man. Is that something wrong with me saying that? You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, what about the black guys? Well, we'll what about the black guys? I'm the black guys. <laughs> of course, there's great superheroes out there that are black. Don't get it twisted. Some you don't even really know about. and may change your dimension of what you consider a superhero. Obviously, it can be in law enforcement, a soldier, you know, um, a warlord, whatever. 
But uh, anyway, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Guys, I can't tell you enough to end that uh, portion of the season and to be there was so magical. Oh, I, I can't really sum up how I feel. Can I play your song? I'm sorry, guys. Y'all got to forgive me. This ain't the best, this podcast. Just, oh, man, I want to come back to this kid. Um, How about we... I want you to listen to something real quick. And I'm going to tell you what you listen to after you listen to it. So let me actually give you a little background. Okay, so this is... This, let me just pose my two questions. Let's get this show started. I was trying to go in different directions. But here, let's check it out. So, Ebony Republicans. Do America know that there is a huge population of young black men that are considered um, college age, younger, um, pretty much from about 55 to about maybe 16 straight Republican um, voting block um, narrative. I don't know how this happened, but just take a listen to this one kid who was supposed to be um, speaking for Trump at CPAC, and he said some really bad things and kind of got labeled anti-Semitic. I'm not sure if they totally slapped that on him, but uh, just about. But, but listen to what he's saying. This is a kid. Uh, he made a million dollars. How he got famous, and uh, in one year, um, you know, just off of his content, and you know, his just continued to be controversial, and you know, just young black kid expressing himself, but you know, not always the right way. Grew up without his parents, spent most of his juvenile life in in, in little juvenile, you know, detention centers, and f foster care, and you know, um, arrested and record and um, house arrest, the whole nine yards, domestic violence and gun crap and, you know. But he managed to be, you know, recognized by a tremendous amount of people. Uh, a lot of them good, foundations, networks. Like I said, Trump was going to let him do his thing and he went left field. Let's take a listen. His name is Young Pharaoh. Check him out on YouTube, Young Pharaoh. This kid has lots of influence, though. He has thousands, if not millions, of followers. Right now he's playing music and trolling uh, on YouTube. And this is how he made a lot of his living trolling. What do y'all know about this? What do y'all know about this Afro Latina? I love YouTube. I love bad bitches. I love YouTube. I love. I can't get enough of them. I can't get enough of them. It's called Afro Latina. That's that. Af that's that Afro Latina. She from Cuba. Her mom named Maria. She says she Afro Latina. Say she got family in Florida. Champagne. You know I'm about to go over there. My boy, Phil go. 
Let's go. I'm gonna come to the UK real soon. I just gotta get I gotta get things settled over here. I gotta make sure Governor Abbott got absolute power so I can make sure because I can't lead a country if Governor Abbott don't got absolute power. Because if he don't got absolute power, as you can see, the whole country gonna go to shit. The whole country gonna go to shit even more. So before I go and I start traveling and doing my reality TV, because my my life is about my reality TV show is about to be about. Building Odd Nation is about to be a reality TV show. But before I start traveling, my good brother from the UK, I got to make sure Governor Abbott got absolute power over this shit. And, and I got power over it because if not, it's going to go to hell. It's going to go to hell. So I got to make sure everything is good. So I'm thinking about just buckling it down and running up another couple million this year doing my thing and then start traveling next summer. I don't even think I'm going to start traveling now. I think I'm going to wait till the spring. I'm going to just run it up till the spring. I'm trapping right now. I'm in trap mode right now. But I'm going to be out there soon. I'm going to be out there soon. You don't never want to see me collab with Charleston White because that nigga said that he raped white people and he raped white women. And I don't think he, I don't give a fuck if he think he getting a pass because they was white. Nigga, I don't rape nobody, white or black. So you don't never want to see me collab with an admitted rapist. You don't never want to see me collab with a nigga that would admit to rape. You don't never want to see me collab with a nigga that do that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. He said he raped white people, men and women, which means he's not only a rapist, he's an admitted homosexual. He's an admitted homosexual. I did a... Now, guys, I, the reason why I let that play is because this is a little bit more of trolling. But let's focus on the first part of this. This is a young African-American kid who made a lot of money, what he calls running up the bag and being controversial, giving lectures and just really empowering black men. And he got carried away. Now, he's talking about another guy named Charleston White, who is another Trump supporter. But he is super controversial and the biggest troll and is cleaning up hip-hop and chasing down all rappers and trying to get rid of them and gang members. And he said controversial things like I rape white women and white men. He was basically being sarcastic, saying you rappers are killing each other, black on black crime, and you're trying to say that on me. I don't even have a record. I've never been arrested. I don't have this type of stuff on me oh yeah what you want to say i rape white people yeah i rape white women and white bad boys yeah i rape them all he was not admitting to being rape he's being facetious he's being funny okay so i didn't want to really bore you with that but i just want you to actually focus on the fact that he's yelling out governor abbott right now this other guy i'm telling you about charleston white who he was talking about at the end of his rhetoric um this guy i want you to take a listen to him now if you will. Uh, now, his again, his name is Charleston White. Okay. Uh, he's all over the place. And uh, he, I, I want you to focus on what he's saying a tiny bit. But uh, just listen. Now, he's getting interviewed by a station called Say Chief. Um, now, you're a Trump supporter. Very much so. Yes, sir. So you're real vocal about it. Yes, sir. Trump this is the guy he was saying that rape socks, white people. Socks. Yeah. What else? 
Oh, uh, t-shirts. T-shirts. Oh, uh, I got a Trump. Uh, I left my wallet. I got a. Uh, I got a, a, a card, a president, a presidential advisory committee Trump card. Oh, uh, all that, man. Uh, first president I ever heard say he grabbed women by the pussy and he didn't apologize for it. That was a man to me, man. This is you know a lot of people didn't like that, but you like that, man. He said when you're rich and as powerful as he's rich and powerful, he said women love it. He said they love it. You can just walk up to him and, and grab him by the... And he ain't lying. We do it at strip club. The nigga with the money get to grab ass and get to grab pussy. And he ain't got the ass permission. We do it in the club all the time, huh? And the woman turn around, say, what's up, baby? We we grab her ass. And, and our friend grab her ass. But the nigga with the I mean? money, she don't mind. So in his world, he just was... Cap- now, what I want America to do is, especially white women, I want you to stop for one moment and... Forget about the language he's using and the strip club he's talking about. But I want you to re- re- um, notice that he's the biggest troll right now. So everybody's gunning for him and going to take words and things that he say and sound bites because he is yelling and arguing at biggest, uh, bigger, the biggest artists out right now are scared of him, running from him. He's like totally, you know, he, he does not <laughs> hold back from saying, I'll call the police on you. Yeah, I support the police. I support you. He's just a very radical guy. Um, now, now, that does not take away from him knowing right and wrong because that is what makes him so controversial is he's telling the truth that black people are killing black people. Black lives don't matter. We, black lives matter is a scam. He's snitching on us is what he's doing. And that's why they're mad at him. Are y'all following me? Are you following me now? He's blowing up the crap that we be doing and blaming Jews and white folks and all this other kind of stuff. And our whole laundry is like totally like not right. You dig what I'm saying? So they're trying to basically use sound bites of what he's saying. Like when he just said he grabbed him by the pussy. If you would have just heard that sound bite, you would have been saying like, oh, snap, I can't listen to this guy. But if you listen to what he's saying is everyday guys go to the strip club and they do this at the club. And I cannot tell you, I've never been to a strip club the few that I've been to in my life when I was younger, and I did not see what he's talking about, or in the nightclubs. This is what's going on. Now, obviously, these men are paying for this type of service and whatnot, so it's a different deal, or they're just kind of wealthy, and the girls know them, so they get a favor, a little extra lap dance, a little extra, you know, grabbing and twisting and pushing and all this other kind of stuff. You, whatever. But now when you hear the entirety of what he's saying, you're like, oh, okay, I see, I see where he's coming from. Listen. They're speaking the truth, and he didn't apologize for it. So I said, God damn. Okay. So that's what grabbed you? Yeah. Before, like, any of the well, politics or anything? Well, and then we grew up admiring him and praising him through rap music, right? He was always an icon. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, he was always an uh, icon in, in, in hip-hop culture. Yeah. Um, and you're real vocal about it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of Trump supporters who are kind of undercover. Yeah. They don't want to be, um, they don't kind of want to be, um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They don't want to be judged. You know what I mean? Because Trump, it's cool to not, it's cool to not like Trump. Yeah. You know, so for any black person that's out about it, um, you know, you looked at as a coon or Uncle Tom. Yeah. You know, speak about, you know, why you're so vocal about it and, um, you know, just the overall, why you like him so much. Oh, besides the the grabbing the pussy. When when, when everybody go right, I want to go wrong. Uh, because it's been my it's been my honest uh, observation that when mostly when everybody is in agreement of something and everybody is against one thing, usually that's when everybody's wrong. Uh, people are followers. Yeah, uh, spiritually, uh, you know, I understand. You know, uh, that if the world is all against something, it's got to be a gimmick to that. 
everybody's against this one man. I, I don't, I, I've never seen that. The, the world won't unite for nothing. How would they all unite under this one common goal? It's to be against this one man. Somebody's being played on. So let me step back, and I'm going to go against what everybody else is doing. Let me go over here. Uh, secondly, he's not a real politician, so he don't fit the mold of what's supposed to be there. And that's what I run with, right? Okay, guys, and let me let you listen to another Trump supporter, but he, he's, he's dead now, unfortunately. But he's done more work than the guy you just listened to and damn near up there with Martin Luther King. Okay, he has revolutionized and saved black men. Okay, and a man named is Kevin Samuels. I want you to listen just to a little bit of good old Kevin Samuels talk about the reality of where we are. Okay, um, this guy is... A reality. Listen. Let's do. I'm gonna make this real simple. I, I'm. I'm gonna show you the pattern. And then. How are you? I'm fine. How is it going? I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we gonna talk about? The two thirds. Are we gonna talk about the dating cops? What is it? He recently passed about a year now. This is Kevin Samuels. The dating. We call him the golf guy. Up there with Richard that's Pryor. That's been real fun. Talking to a black woman. Listen how intelligent he is. I don't is. know any successful ones, really. His that's whole show. That's another reason why. I don't you know, know, that's because of y'all. Listen. Because of women. Come on. You know what the number one cause for divorce is? Women found in the papers. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Men don't leave. Men don't leave in general. Y'all do. But the first thing you said you wanted to do was build. Yes. 
Okay, then how do you build anything without a foundation? Well, that's what the man will bring to the table, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you familiar? You got Tupac on your shirt, right? Yes. You, are you familiar with rapper DMX? I have. Um, not really, actually. No, not really. I was. You know, who, you've heard of him, though. Yes, I have heard of him. DMX was with his uh, spiritual partner, building for thirteen plus years, and then when he died suddenly, she got nothing. All the building. See. Far too often in the black community, we always talk about this bill shit, and it's just a house of cards. Because we don't do stuff the right way. And when I ask you about marriage, all I've heard is about what your grandmama and possibly said was negative, and at 35, you can't tell me nothing about it. Except, I don't like it, but you can't tell me not a thing about it. I stand correct. I'm just saying, you, I mean, it's, it's an exchange of ideas. You can't tell me nothing about it. That's so, mar- so if marriage means little to nothing, why did the LGBT community fight so hard to get recognized? Because they had civil unions. They had all the things common law married people could have. They just had a few things that they couldn't have. Why they fight so hard to get it if it didn't matter? It matters. It, 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 you're right. That is a, that's a good, that's a good analogy. I like it. Um, that's a good, <laughs> get my brain working. Is it because of the way that the United States pretty much idolize it as being, you know, needed? I think you should find out before you say you don't want it. You live in the United States. I mean, you live here, so you say you don't want to do it because of what? And you don't even know what you're talking about, or what you're saying it's against. That's that's correct. So my my question is this. Do you care if you marry a black, do you care if you're with a black man, white man, Hispanic? Do you care? Um, no. All right. I've dated. But what man would you want to build with? A black man. Then why are, you know why we can't build nothing? Because our, our women are in outright open rebellion against any structure. This call has been good, a good, just a good understanding of why we can't build anything. Because when men are calling for order, structure, and discipline, our women are calling for free spirit and chaos based in nothing other than ignorance and feelings. But we can look at every other group and they build from a, how do you build a country? You build a country from a community. How do you build a community? A community is a group of what? Individuals, but it's also more, it's a group of what? A group of, and men and, and, and the fundamental unit of a community is what? Oh, men. No, the fundamental unit of a community is a family. She don't even oh, know. Oh, right. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. I... See? You got a bunch of individuals. So how do you build by yourself? What's the, high, what's the largest structure you can build alone?
John to blink. So I go back again. Why don't you want to be married? And I want you guys to understand that if we have our women in open rebellion to structure, discipline, and foundation, how do we build anything? Because it's a free country. Can't nobody make you do nothing that you don't want to. So if a black man wants to build, and the building blocks start with, uh, he wants to build a, a build a nation, build a community, build a neighborhood, build a family, he needs to skip over you and go to the white woman because she understands how oh, to do that. Because she was raised learning the value of it. Oh, right? He needs to skip over you. Well, you don't want it. They do. White women, Hispanic women, Middle Eastern women, Asian women. All right, guys, I'm going to stop right there. Now, what I want you to see that is happening in black America is black men are so vocal about what we see in America, but the left and their covenant and help in this open rebellion that we're talking about that is shown as the woke, if you will, and Antifa, it is now they start to express itself as globalism. Black women are being used uh, as a mascot to con like completely not only bring the family in such a terrible position as all of these young black men that you just heard that are very articulate, they are rich, they may not be your everyday people who you listen to and have even heard of, but they are big f names and followings that you might have overlooked because of the shadowing that is going on in the black community. There is a real big divide. And some people have, have probably listened and said to themselves, you know, oh, gosh, this podcast, I guess, it, is it positive? You're damn right. See, the truth hurts and the truth is ugly. Just like when we talk about some of the nonsense that's going on right now in our country. You know, this crazy investigation on Trump again. And you know, who wants to talk about this kind of stuff? We can't move forward. And if our community is being built on black women being rebellious in a, in a, in a community so it can benefit left-wing politics and socialism, then we have to take a look at that and figure out why is that happening? You know, why are we, you know, allowing um, local government and federal government, mainly federal government, to come in and keep writing scripts for black women and the black home. I mean, that has got to be at some point um, some oversight over this here because that's what's been going on. I had made some, I guess, tweets earlier. They're controversial. I want to read some of them to you if you don't mind. It says, uh, one I wrote about an hour ago on Facebook. It says, this is why the left wanted to use women in our community to dumb down the males. Let them, well, the women, all go to community college and universities graduate and participate in and poli political and social civil activities while the men or the males 
uh, go to jail, kill each other, and talk about basketball. I said, the, the mainly the only black women you see on television, broadcasting, radio stations, are Christian black left-wing liberal black women who are educated in historically left-wing liberal colleges. <sighs> A little controversial there. Guys, I'll read one more. About an hour ago. It says, I have watched for four decades of my life the left-wing liberal machine feminist control the black community by means of black women and fatherless homes. Now, again, to a lot of you out there, this is just uh, pales in comparison to what we actually got going on in this country. Truth of the matter is you're wrong. This is the biggest issue in our country. All across our cities in America, you have fatherless homes, broken family. It's not just a fatherless home. Whenever the father is not there, it's just not a complete family. And you know how, as Kevin said, the country's built. But look at all of these young talents. Now they got to get their head together. And Pharaoh, again, he got in trouble when he, you know, he just blamed Charleston White. Pharaoh's been in trouble. Young Pharaoh, uh, who you heard speaking earlier, the young man, for saying things about the Jewish community. I mean, he goes ham. I mean, kind of worse than Kanye at times, you know. So Pharaoh, you know, uh, he's got to get his act together, man. He's blasted many peoples, and he doesn't hold any punches. He's blasted Hillary Clinton and talked about, you know, some pretty too radical stuff. I mean, yeah, people know the Clintons and the Clintons, but, I mean, when you're talking about literally physically fighting with them and I mean dude you're doing a little bit too much bro you know what I mean and but he's useful is what I'm trying to bring to your attention now there is a movement that black women believe is an anti-black women movement that is coming from black men which is going to spoil their payday from the left to bring down the country using feminist cancel culture uh globalists um, fascist, you know, sort of Marxist type of style of politics, mob rule, uh, replacing our republic for just a crazy, you know, uh, just democracy that does not honor tradition or, or our, uh, just our constitution. And we're not in favor of that. Now, I want to play a song, so I want you to understand. When I was watching that game, man, TCU and Iowa State, oh, man, it was so beautiful, guys. The sky, I'm telling you, man, it was cold, and I was just happy to be there with everybody that was there, bro. The whole world could have fell away, and I would have just been thankful about everybody in this here stadium, including the law enforcement. It was a great deal. Check this out. This is how I feel right now, if you don't mind. That's what I feel right now. I also posted some controversial Hello. pictures. Hold on. Um, I posted um, this scene of um, the Republican Party under Abraham Lincoln was doing the Emancipation Proclamation, and he was standing up the um, at that time colored, eventually African American, black man up, and it was a symbol of freedom. You don't have to be in this chain like uh, animal environment. You know, you can come to the light. It, you know, it was lifting him up, and he had this paper in his hand, Abraham Lincoln, and a man. 
is standing up and you see, you know, behind him, his family and whatnot. And uh, it's, it was a great gesture of freedom. Now, that they might want to take that away. I want to keep that, leave that there. It shows our freedom. We want to see our freedom. We don't want to see, oh, this is, you know, critical race theory. Leave the statues up. Whoa, that statue's racist. It was a slave owner. So, he's still, like, probably had sex with the women and everything. He might be my grandfather. I don't know, but that, that tells the story of our history. Leave that shit right there. You think what I'm saying? But I put that picture up, and next to it, it was on a beach scene. This beautiful, gorgeous, I don't know if she was. She was a white woman, definitely. I, my, I don't know how her roots was Irish or Russian, Ukrainian, British, straight white American. I don't know what it was, but she was kissing this black man with passion. I like that shit was in the movies. You heard and I posted it right next to the, the picture of the, you know, lifting of the Emancipation Proclamation. It's so controversial. I want to say this for the record. I don't, I've never had a straight racial conversation with um, white people, if you will. I don't care to have that because I do get a chance to talk about social issues all the time with especially with white women and white men, Jewish people, all, all, all kind of people. But I find romantic talking about slavery, especially with white women. It, it doesn't bother me that that's what our history was. Um, what is done to us presently is what is attractive to me. When every time I see a blonde, a blue eye, and I get to have a structured conversation and a intelligent conversation is always, I'm turned on because of the lack of division and walls. And like, okay, if I ever felt like I need to go there and let's talk about, you know, an uncomfortable topic, right? I feel like white women never feel like, I don't know if I can go there. They usually is like, you gonna catch me? And I'm like, yeah, come on. We can have this conversation. And after that, we can go get something to drink at Starbucks. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say the time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. God bless America, TCU, and the stockyards, <laughs> and the rest of the country. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell. God bless this great old country, God bless white women with blue eyes, blonde hair, brown eyes, brunette, doesn't matter, redhead, and some damn boots and some goddamn jeans. God bless you too. Let our feet, there's such a difference between us and a million miles. I forgive you, baby. Give me a kiss. Now, can we go to the mall?
Hello. What's up, babe? How are you? I'm straight. It's so typical of me to talk about myself. I'm sorry. Okay. I hope I that you're you well. Oh, God. Did you ever make it out of that town where nothing ever Yep, I left happened. New York. I'm in it's Fort no Worth. Secret I know it, baby girl. That the both of us Facts. are running out of time. Make America great again. I wanted to ask a question, and I wanted to know what you thought about it. I raised the question, and I said, should black men boycott the idea of being in a relationship with black women for a few years, possibly a decade, until the state, the welfare department, and socialism is no longer part of their everyday existence, and we... As black men, by virtue of Jesus Christ, are back into our homes as the head of the household and carrying out our duties as citizens and productive beings. If we're not in that position, we are not getting into a relationship with them and following a left-wing narrative. It's not going to happen. The fathers were gone for decades and decades. Now we're of age now. We do not have, and that's what you see happening, America. And that was the purpose of playing those videos for you earlier. I want you to know, we have say in this. And as long as we follow the rules of the Constitution, <laughs> shit gonna go the way we say, you heard? That's why I'm encouraging black men all over across this America, this here country now. Child, you better enjoy the damn place that you live in. If you ain't been nowhere, let me tell you that, <laughs> pal, you don't know. You got it good there, Jack. I know, because I haven't been to Germany, Jim, pal. Germany's great. Hell, I'd love to go there and have a damn vacation house. Good Lord, Jesus Christ. Sure would them people eat good. <laughs> okay, and I got everything from the gym and, you know, walk places and places to swim and whatnot, get my hair cut. Hey, they play basketball in Germany. That's a basketball country. They love, so there's always people on the court, bro. You can always get a pickup game. Love Germany. Shout out to Germany. For real. Oh, shout out to Ireland, man. I don't know, man. Sometimes I just... I think my history... One day I'm going to... I have Irish in me, so people would laugh like... <laughs> Clyde Yorkshire, why are you saying these things? And it's like, my G. You think I don't know my history? I got white men in me. I ain't mad at that. I am a white man. Would that sound... That, that bothers you? That I'm a white man. I'm also, I could be black if I want to, too. I'm a black man. I don't care what you think you see. I'm going to tell you what I know and what you hear. And what the construct of these colors and words means anyway. I made some controversial statements for a reason. This is Stranger Things, baby. We, we here. <laughs> I, I, look.
Herschel Walker. Thank God for Lindsey Graham. They might pull all Herschel do. Herschel, you're doing good. I just want him to talk more about politics and don't get wrapped up in Joe Biden because you, you're supposedly going to be in the Senate well after Joe Biden is gone. And you need to be talking about policies. That's why I'm running for Congress in 10 years. I don't care what they say. They can talk all the bad about me. Hell, you, America made me this way. I'm trying to get healing. <laughs> don't have me get Dr. King out here now. And Dick Gregory, baby, we, we could talk about it. I'm, I'm straight. I love this country, bro. And it's the same country that broke me down, if any, will fix me on God. That's the way you should see your country. You shouldn't see it that you need to burn it down and restructure it. Nigga, you better be celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Take your ass to church. Y'all niggas is out of control. See, that's what happens when the left is running our communities. See, y'all scared to hear from the, the, the niggas, the Crips, Crip Mac and them. See, they're regular citizens. Even though they get themselves in trouble, y'all listen to Snoop Dogg. He got felonies and things like that. You understand me? Jay-Z with Lynn Jail and Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Mike Tyson, you listen to them. These, some of them are conservative too that I just named. Not Jay-Z though. But Tupac would have been more conservative. He was fighting with the Democrats. He didn't get to live and grow up though. He was 25 when he died. Dr. King wasn't even 40 years old. He was a kid. If you don't know, Malcolm X was a kid. He died in his 30s. These are people who started off radical, but they eventually changed. Muhammad Ali was another one. You may not like how they start off because this is what they grow up into. This is what they're told. Black, the black community have gotten secondhand information ever since we was free in 1863, okay? We ain't been having our shit together since Black Wall Street was around. Okay? We got lots of work to do. And the black men was heading up that project. Made the history books. I'm not going to get down to 2022 20, and start dogging us. And we just ain't shit. And we go in jail. And we predators. Check Y'all better check my history, nigga. We great. We soldiers, homie. Generals and goddamn Supreme Court justices. And congressmen and everything like that. We might not ascend to the presidency as an African-American. But we'll get there. You know, a man of color went. Obama went and hip, hip, hooray for him. But one day we will get a black American president. In a traditional form in which we talked about chitlins. In a traditional form in which we talked about gerrymandering and Willie Lynch. In that tone of black America. Watermelon. I'm just got to say it. If you're going to let me tell it how I say why I say it that way, then I got to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the peoples who done marched in Selma. And was, you know, part of the transatlantic slave trade. I can't act like it don't exist, but I can tell you more about it now. And it's not what you think it is. That's why I don't get into blaming white folks. White folks ain't had nothing to do with the transatlantic slave trade. They got to play the shift leaders. <laughs> The swing, the swing managers. <laughs> That's where the term white privilege comes from. A sanctioning body giving you an opportunity to have privilege. You don't. You listen to the language that you're talking and don't even understand what you're saying. Nothing is coined or said 
or put into commission that does not give you a background on it. And most of what we hear and what we think, we have no context to it. It's always face value and unfortunately negative. But I want America to understand that there is a huge block and tidal wave of black American men that are right winged. Now, look, we're a little rough around the edges and we'll help Pookie and Ray Ray and we'll get them straight now. But it's cute. It's beautiful. It's great. It's energetic. And this is a chance for white America to partner with black America, if that's the way you want to constructed we can step across those lines like you know what i mean and let's work together to help some people who've been in the dark like a new emancipation proclamation let's emancipate and proclamate black folks who've been on the left for a long time and won't even use their own country to help themselves they will use a party to pay them off on the side hush money to keep on going on with an agenda that does not benefit them. It keeps them decades and decades in these ghettos and in these slumps and in these terrible statistics from incarceration to unwanted pregnancies, abortion rates higher than any women on the planet put together. This is depression, suicide, murder, black on black crime, drunkards, crackheads, dope fiends, robbers, serial killers. Good Lord, abandoned men and fathers and uh, re-raped and raped over homosexual. I mean, all kind of stuff. Trans and re-trans and reconstruction of the slave. I mean, too much is going on in the black community all day. And we need a revival and a resolution. That's why I said I am not against when a Republican president get in there. Getting our law enforcement together, our mayors, our state, local officials, our churches, and go in a community and remove every local drug dealer and gang off of the block and offer them jobs, offer them a program that I want to introduce under the, under the Selective Service Bill, which is going to also help target families, African Americans, uh, uh, white Americans, it's, it's just going to target all of us, man. And it's going to help those, though, who haven't had a fair shot. That's what it's going to do differently, where African-Americans can come on and join in here. Because they ain't putting no policies out on the left. And what that looks like is we go in here and we use the selective service, something that's already built, and we restructure it and organize it to help these young men not only do community service and reintroduce themselves into society and learn more about how they can be a part of local government and local community service and philanthropy helping the elderly and the special needs and all this there's things to do in this country there's things to do for them to redeem themselves for them to be whole again okay and not be in this slump of i don't have nothing we got to get out of that. I'm not going to use my vocabulary right now to keep beating down the point. I think you understand what I'm saying. We can keep this going, right? I want to work with you on that because this is the right thing to do. We can use our government the right way to help the citizen that is like a sheep that is misguided and think that the only way they can move forward is if they could get a deal with some corporation to 
publish their content or if they think that they have to sell illegal substances and firearms and whatnot and then get a record deal or then transfer into business that that's we got to change that perception that's not the only way you can have the american dream you can go to school go back to school you can build families again you can be able to vote at some point you you know and if you can't vote then you know you you will help the next generation to vote you can work within the voting system and structure for your party, even though you may not can't cast your vote, we'll still make it to where you can support and help sign people up. That doesn't limit you from that under the Selective Service Bill. If you're a good, honored person in good standings, you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're working within it, you are not going to tolerate any further our streets in any capacities filled with controlled illegal substances that is doing more harm through our open borders than any other thing and our it is controlling our economy actually and the narrative and social fabric of our country our open borders this is common sense so let's 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 think about this let's think about this I, I want you to listen to this. This is another young rapper whose name is Kodak Black. And I believe when he's on a Forbes list for about 15 to $20 million, uh, it's his net worth. And his name is Kodak Black. This is a young, misguided black youth. Another male. But look at the common sense when you give him a shot. Look, listen to this. This is TMZ and Kodak Black. Listen. Did you really, did you think as you were doing all this that there was any way you were actually going to get the attention of President Trump? It is no small thing to get uh, a presidential pardon. Um, contrary to what people think, they don't, they don't just hand them all out to everybody. I'm so to one. be on... Trump a real one, you know, be Gemini's, then you know Pops, you know Pops. My lawyer, I call him Pops, like my daddy, you know what I'm saying? And, uh... He, he, he know Trump like that, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, and so Trump know what's up. I'm going to both us Gemini, it's his birthday two days after my eyes. He be down here and stuff, Palm Beach and stuff like that. I wanted to show y'all something, but it's downstairs, though. We locked in, man. We be tripping on that. It ain't nothing like I was doing charity. Like Trump, I'm see that. Trump or Katrina, you know, he ain't worried about me getting hot dogs and stuff, whatever I do for people. To name uh, wait, and now you, Kodak, you just teased us. Said you want to show us something, and now, but you can't show it to us. What? what at, least tell us what at least tell us what it is you wanted to show us. Yeah, most, uh, I got, I got, I got something I want to show y'all. Uh, so we gonna keep this interesting. What do we have here? Now this guy is on uh, on TMZ. Kodak Black. He has the biggest gold chain on. It's probably worth two million dollars. He got these dreads in his hair. Or these things he put in, you know, and he's just a black kid out here in the street who America ain't even worried about. But listen to the power and influence he has that we're not using. The left likes to use this. And you need to wake up. Listen. <laughs> uh, you saw y'all see it? Yeah, it's an autographed Trump hat. Did that come with the party? <laughs> <Can I? laughs> yeah, well, deaf. What has life been like for you? What have you been doing since you got out? And is there new music coming? I know your fans want to want to hear some music too. I got my man. I've been already had music. I already got like two hundred something songs that I've recorded since I've been home. Like, you know what I'm saying, but anyways, like the music is easy. It's just you know me taking my time and you know just you know just 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 setting my future up. 
I'm like not going back to prison, jail, none of that type of stuff. Y'all tell Justin Bieber I got a phone for him too, you heard? Okay, now this is a young kid who grew up broken home, no father. Typical story in the streets trying to find his way like little old Simba. And there's big bad men out there pushing dope and coke since the 70s and 80s. This little kid ekes out because he's talented and he becomes a millionaire. Gets put into a bad situation and you know, guns and hanging out and, you know, at a, uh, a hip-hop summit. I think it was Rolling Loud and, you know, he was already fighting a case and had probation and he just got sentenced. I, and we didn't know when. It was just like, he's in federal prison. We'll figure that out some way. And then Trump pardoned him. He have a gold chain on of Trump as well. This is a young kid who was misguided and now since he's been doing things with his mother all the time he's, he's he's in his videos and everything and his family he's now dating the grammy award winning classic hall of fame monica monica from the brandy days and from the janet jackson days kind of monica this kid has potential he's slowing down like nipsey hustle when he got with laura london you know, these kids are not just dumb delinquents. They just get in the wrong space. They get money, fast cars, and all that's out there teaching us is drug, guns, crap, boom, boom. But this kid, he even went back. He did a video when he went to, back to church, and he was asking a reverend for help. You know, um, beautiful song. This is Kodak Black, one of his songs. He's walking in his church. It's like a Catholic church, and it says testimony. The name of the song is testimony. This little kid, this now this video right here. I'm God sent. I know I'm God sent. I swear for God. Has and I'm talking about. Thirty-eight million views. Came from up on the small rocks. Thirty-eight million views. Listen. Even though I be out here scheming, like a demon see me. I know I'm God sent. This song made me cry actually. It's gotta be God. I'm God sent, like he sent me so I can relay these messages Like he used me as a vessel, like he used me as an instrument Tryna lock me in the box, they hate how God to keep on blessing me They lock me in the box, I pray to God, this ain't my vestment I don't train no lean, I'm sipping no holy water like this my medicine I'm a living testimony, every album like a testament Everything I went through made me who I am, cause he be testing me So I'm breaking bread with all my film, cause I don't take no ecstasy I don't sacrifice my nigga, cause none of my niggas can see the best in me They want me slinging metal like the devil, but I'm heaven sent my brother, my mom, my dad is for my daddy cause he ain't neglecting me I'm 20 years old but I act like I've been here before like I'm a veteran He speak this shit through me like I'm a prophet but I'm a reverend Put my blood, sweat and tears and all these lyrics cause this my exodus I'm dying so I can live, so I can live, I resurrected it I'm dying so I can live, so I can live, I resurrected it Ayy, blood in my eyes, I'm going blind, oh Stuck in these streets, feel like my life froze I've been running these streets, got me dehydrated I've been living so crazy, feel like I'm dying, baby Blood in my eyes, I'm going blind, oh I'm stuck in these streets, feel like my life froze I've been running these streets, got me dehydrated I've been living so crazy, feel like I'm dying, baby I just shot the nigga and I can't sleep My brother, he just washed me down with bleed 
talk to me if it's not a nose head TZ. Now everybody running the world trying to be me. Miss my niggas, hope they see me on the TV. I'm on Instagram showing off my babies. You don't understand that this one easy. I've been walking around with my hair busy. Shot a nigga, took a shower with the bleach. Y'all ain't on my favorite Twitter space. I'm sorry. I'm in middle school selling weed in the hallway. I was skipping school, got a beat, started robbing. Jack with that my G, we like Batman and Robin. God, I know you looking out for me through the darkness. Blood in my eyes, I'm going blind, oh. Stuck in these streets, feel like my life. America, we can't ignore this. These are our children. And I know you don't understand it. You don't listen to their genre of music and all that other good stuff. But these are very talented people. 38 views on that uh, video alone. Okay, family, last one. Let's see if you know who this is. Young black As man. America continues to vote with just four days till the U.S. election, Donald Trump has gotten another seal of approval from a black male rapper. This time it's Lil Wayne. So there's Lil Wayne at the White House meeting Trump, big smiles on their faces. He was very happy with what Trump had to say about giving money to the black community after he's elected for a second term, if he's elected for a second term. That's right, yeah, Lil Wayne tweeted, just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Beside what he's done so far with criminal reform, the... Family, he needs no introduction. Little Wayne, this is another... I think maybe $200 million Forbes list young male who have influenced in the craziest way hip hop music innovation. Pardon by Trump. Thank you for listening. I think we made a point. Question is, should we boycott the idea of being with black women until the State Department, the left wing nonsense and things like that respect black men and not intervene in our family and our community in an American system for its own personal selfish reasons? So that's my question. What do you think? Should we boycott? And does America recognize and see all of these beautiful, educated black men who are now moving towards the right like their grandparents and ancestors? Out.